0: Good morning. Welcome to the bond Sunday morning services. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Uh, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year to you. And uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you guys here. Happy New year. I'm glad to see you. It's good to be back. And um, before we get rolling here, I want to personally thank all of you, especially here in the auditorium, for a great year this year, this past year. It was um, it was very challenging, especially in the financial area. But you guys came through and saw us through. And uh, right after they had that financial crisis thing where everything fell apart, the finance went downhill just like that. But a lot of you here, most of you here really, make sure that you saw us through the year. And uh, I don't take that for granted at all. Thank you for that. I appreciate your prayers and your support of bond. Um, God helped with your help and God's help. We made it through that. So um, uh, from all of us, To all of you, thank you so much for that. Uh, We really appreciate it. Huh, Pat? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there were moments when nothing was coming in, and we had to go to our knees and look for some money on the floor. (laughs) That's right. We became a Christian. (laughs) But thank you for that, and also thank you for the um, the nice uh, Christmas cards and uh, presents that you gave me to show your appreciation. Thank you for that as well. It's been very, very challenging this past year, but I'm a better person for it, and I don't mind anything that I've gone through. I, I had to go through it all, and uh, I just want. And also out there in TV land, thank you very much for what you've done to help us. A lot of people donated to us. They prayed for us and for the young men and women of Bond, and thank you for that as well. I had a good vacation for the first time. I went on vacation this time of year. I went to. Um, Hawaii by myself, Honolulu, by myself, and a lot of people say, oh, I would not travel by myself, right? But I had the best time by myself. I I got a chance to really just pray, you know, be quiet, didn't watch TV, or uh, my phone was ringing. I didn't answer the phone. One person called me and said they were about to jump off a bridge, and I said, cool. And uh, hopefully I see you in heaven, but I think if you commit suicide, you probably won't see me up there. You know what I mean, because you're not going to make it. But they didn't commit suicide, so I didn't answer my phone. Um, I went on a submarine. Anybody ever done that in Hawaii? You go on a submarine, and we went 115 feet below water or down there in the ocean. And it is beautiful down there. If you ever go to Hawaii, make sure you take the submarine trip. It is absolutely beautiful underwater. We saw a shark and tur- old turtles and beautiful fish. and it, I, I had no idea it was that colorful underwater. Did, did you guys know that? I knew it. You knew it. Raymond's the only one knew it. <laughs> and they have this submarine in Hawaii where you can sit there and they have these big windows that you can look out and see what's going on. It's really nice. So if you ever, ever go, make sure you take a submarine ride. I had um, such a good time there by myself this time. And uh, I'm ready to roll this year. I'm ready, I think, to take it on. Are you guys ready for this year? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting this year. Yeah, for sure. Right after January 20th, is that when the inauguration is? All hell is going to break loose. So get ready. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. But I'm ready for it. I think, I hope that I'm ready. I prepared myself. How many of you just took time off to pray while you were away? Oh, good. I'm glad to see that. And did that enhance your life a little bit? Yeah? yeah. They can't hear you. Yeah. yeah. In what way?
1: Uh, I made me able to deal with everyday challenges, slow yeah. things down so I can um, see what's
0: happening. That is so true. I felt a sense of confidence, you know, about having my prayer time and quiet time and not just, you know, peeking out and partying all holiday season. There's like a sense of confidence that comes, you, you know, that you're ready to deal with it. You, you did it? You prayed that?
2: Yeah, I found the same thing. There were some very rough things that happened at the end of the year, and it was very helpful. Yeah. I could I could at least see myself being, in turmoil, and, yeah. and separate the turmoil from me watching it. it. Didn't make me feel any less that way, but I could watch it, and then that helped.
0: Yeah, Great. It Didn't make it go away. Are you over the honeymoon? You got married. you no, still a, still, you're on still on it. a honeymoon? I'm
2: still on, still enjoying it.
0: It's still cloud nine.
2: It never was cloud nine. It was just a whole lot better.
0: <laughs> A whole lot better. There was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good, man. Who else took time to pray? Oh, good. Yeah. How was it for you, Susan?
3: It was really, it really helped me a, a huge amount, as I was really lost in my thoughts a lot, yeah. and uh, involved in things, and it just kind of pulled me out, so it's just like a whole different world.
0: Right on. You know, you mentioned that you had no TV mm-hmm. earlier. And I made sure that I did not watch TV in Hawaii. And it does make a difference when you don't have a TV to watch. It, it, it forces you to pray or read or do something different. Have you noticed that?
3: Yeah.
0: So I may throw my TV out. Do you believe that?
3: No.
4: Not going to have it, buddy. No.
0: <laughs> but it does make a difference when you're not into the TV and the music every day. You know, just wake up with that stuff. You tend to focus on yourself a little bit more. On, on things that are important. Uh, Paul, did you take time to pray?
5: Yes, I did. And did it help in any way? Yes. In what way? Well, I like to go away like you did. And I did, so I went up to Oregon during the blizzards and everything, and I was alone. And yeah. I uh, just look out the window and sit still. And, and the, the, the reality of things seems to hit harder that's and right. you see things more clearly? And uh, I went out and uh, visited Roy Masters one day out at his place. And, and, you know, it was pl- very pleasant.
0: I realized that everybody should take the time to be alone sometimes.
5: Oh, well, it's a very
0: important. It's because, yeah, it's a, it's a different reality that sets in when you are alone. And you don't have TV or radio and no telephone. You really start to see things about your real self. And now I understand even more so why Jesus would take you know, pull away from the crowd and go by himself and go within to understand his Father's will. It is so important to spend time alone with nothing around. Yes?
5: And one of the main points is um, no TV. Yeah. If there's no TV or distraction and you must sit there and just be with yourself, and the walls of the room, and the window, and, and then things start happening, good things start happening. Yep. You start to really see.
0: The one thing I like about being alone, it reminds you that you're nothing, that you're nobody, you're not important. Because we like, all like to feel like we're somebody or something, but when you're by yourself, you feel unimportant. And reality kind of sets in, you become like, like a nothing kind of a feeling. Have you noticed that? And most people don't like that feeling. That's what they run away from, is that feeling. That's why they cannot be alone. You've got to turn on something. Yes, Ed?
2: The thing that I noticed was that the things that make you feel important are really the things that make you weak. Yes. Which uh, I've heard before, but I never saw. Yeah. And um, when you start counting on those, you start... Using, in my case, I use my brain. And you can't outthink the world, man. Yeah. There's so many things that come out of nowhere.
0: That so, is so true. That,
2: that was a surprise to me. Because um, yeah. I'm, anyway.
0: Kelly, you realize that too?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's, just because I realize it, it doesn't mean that, I strive to feel like nothing because most of the time I see myself, you know, wanting to reach for that extra distraction, you know, cookie or something, whatever it is, you know, to make you feel good. Um, But at the same time, like, especially I realize that, like, you know, one of my main challenges, like, is my schoolwork. And when I really have a lot of work to get done, it helps me to um, draw away from those things that, you know, make me feel good because I do a lot better work. You know, It's, it's painful at first to... Separate myself from that, um, whatever distraction it is. But you know, once I go through the pain of it, then I actually enjoy what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: That's right. If you want to know how important you are, turn your radio off and your TV, and get by yourself. You just see that you're worth nothing, and you just want to reach out for everything. But if you can endure, endure, then you can overcome. Yes, ma'am.
5: You know. Um,
6: Mood changes, like, um, are like devastating. They they come over you or me. I mean, when when like decisions have to be made, I make the wrong ones. I make the decisions that are easier and that you know, kind of like go to the TV and all that kind of stuff. And uh, um, I don't, I don't really. I I notice I'm in that mood, but um, no, really, what. What to do to get out of those things, you know that kind of thing. Like um, yesterday, I did have like a. I was in a different mood in the morning, and um, uh, it it went away because I was in a, you know, a, a happier place, physically. But um, um, I notice on the pressure situations where I have to do something or work's about to come. You know, I've got to get back to work and all that kind of stuff. I can, I can feel the anxiety of that. Yeah. And that starts, to, that starts to bring me down in, into a different mood.
0: I understand that. A lot of people go through that.
6: I didn't realize how common that is in my life. Yeah. You know, but it happens a lot.
0: That mood swing. Yeah. 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 What do you do, Mary, about your mood when, it, when it's constantly switching? Besides yelling at Susan. <laughs> time switching? Yeah, when you go off from one mood to another one. Um, well, swinging? sometimes I go
3: with it or sometimes I observe observe it.
0: Yeah. You when you say you go with it, you act it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. And why do you act it out at times?
3: Um, because I um, guess I'm, well, I'm not in the moment, so I'm not yeah wanting to to force myself to sit you know, how how you have like maybe still. Right. So if I'm
0: not doing that, then I just go with it and then later I go, oh. Yep. Last year, our theme
3: was uh, practice. Practice. What was it? practice. 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 Uh, you can like tell practice. I didn't do it. Huh? I can't remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And so we have a new theme for this year. But I need to first find out that last year work, did that, that help at all?
7: Yes.
0: It did. In what way? Well,
7: I was I've been practicing in the present. And it, it's so peaceful there. Like coming today over here, it used to be stressful. Right. Coming and just trying to stay in the moment. I was here, it seemed like five minutes. Yeah. And uh, I, I was in the presence all in the holiday because I was alone.
0: Why were you alone on the holidays? Oh
7: because everybody wasn't doing anything special, oh,
0: okay.
7: and so um, I, I, I started to become like anxious, and, and I just looked at that. I sat down, I looked at it, and, and it went away, and it was okay. Yeah. It's okay to be there by myself. Yeah. It's okay to enjoy myself. That's right. So I got a piece of cake and
0: coffee and I sat down and had, had to
7: right.
0: the movie. <laughs> and I feel okay. That's right. You know, one of the things that I did in Hawaii by being by myself, I, I went out to eat several times and I met a lot of people from around the world who were just so friendly and open and, and normally I don't get a chance to do that because I'm with someone. I'm normally talking to the person that I'm with, but it allowed me to talk to other people that I didn't know And it's amazing how we are all the same, you know, because the guys were talking about how bad their marriages were and the women were talking about how bad their husbands were or they couldn't find a good man. I mean, it was just the same thing. I'm like, wow, we are all the same, but yet we think we're so different. We really are the same. And it just helped me to understand that it's a spiritual thing and the skin color doesn't even matter because no matter where you come from around the world, you have the same problems. And um, that's why it's so good to uh, be by yourself so you can see the reality and overcome, and you can help others too when you run into Because people have the same problems, same type of stuff. Yeah, it was just
7: so enjoyable. Yeah.
0: Really. A lot of people can't believe that you go out, you can travel by yourself. You know, some people won't even go to a movie by themselves. Anybody here ever go to a movie by yourself? Kind of. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> You guys are all saying we can go home.
3: <laughs>
0: I love going to the movies by myself. I hate it when I go with someone and they talk during the movie. Oh, they're about to shoot him. Watch out. I went to the movie. I saw um, Clint Eastwood movie.
8: Gran
9: Torino?
0: Yes. Anybody seen that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Run, don't walk. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I highly recommend that movie. It was it's, it's, uh, it's, it's when boys were boys and men were men. You're going to love it. Run, don't walk. I saw it by myself. I got there early. I went in the middle of the day when everybody else was out partying. I sat right in the middle of, I like sitting right there in the middle. And I bought a, some popcorn and raisin that. <laughs> and I put the raisin that in the popcorn while I was still hot. <laughs> and shook it up and got ready. <laughs> and as soon as the movie started, I started in on my razor there. and you get that bittersweet taste. That salty sweet taste. You ever done that? Oh yes. It's nice, huh? day. You're the only other person on earth.
10: M&M's with popcorn is good too. So what? M and it with popcorn is good too. Oh you do it?
0: Yeah. That that bittersweet taste. Yeah.
10: Salty sweet. Some people don't like that. But- yeah,
0: oh you, you guys are all laughing at me. You don't know what you're missing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I sat back. I, I, I didn't know a lot about the movie, which made it good too. And I'm telling you, it was something else. It was so. I highly recommend you go see it. And I'm not getting paid to promote it, but go see it.
11: <laughs> yes, Pat.
8: Well, just a quick thing about it's funny you talk about movies because, and be you know, present and all that. I never used to be able to come early for something and then wait for it to occur. Yeah. Uh, but I went to the SeaWorld the other day. And they had this big Shamu show and you got to get there because the, you know, they totally packed the place. And we were able to just go there and you know look at, just sit there way before everyone else got in to get perfect seat. And then I went to this Clint Eastwood movie we went uh, over the weekend. Got there way ahead of everybody. Got the perfect seat right in, right in yeah. the middle and no problem just kind of sitting there waiting for everything to happen without getting really edgy and crazy. Yeah, and, that's a know, very was, good point. It was just really nice. And then uh, and then I didn't even eat anything during the movie. I didn't want to eat. Well, even <laughs> after eating, after watching the movie, I could, sit, I could talk about the movie for an hour, but after watching the movie, uh, it was funny because I went to eat later, my regular food. Yeah. But the movie itself was so good. It was so written, so not just good, but rich in terms of just real, real content. Yes. That when I went to eat my f- typical food to escape into my food, my food was, there was no escaping necessary. I already had it filled up on the movie. Yeah. And I ate the food and it was weird. It was like, there was no sense of escaping into the food whatsoever. Yeah. It was very strange. Wow. That's very good. It was it was a very interesting experience.
0: I think that uh, Mel Gibson and Clint Eastwood are the best producers or movie makers in the world. They're really good at what they do. And uh, this movie is going to make a man out of you. It really is. <laughs>
3: really,
0: it's going to make a woman out of your too.
3: <laughs>
0: so make sure Foy see it, Christine, so that it's going to make a man out of you. It really, really is a good movie. Uh, Any other, about the theme last year, Be Still, I mean, uh, Practice and Present. Anybody else did that last year? Yes, Susan. Oh, uh, well,
3: that wasn't what I was going to say. I was just going to say, I'm really hard of hearing. I forgot my hearing aids today. Oh, Lord. And I just was wishing, and it's really hard for me to hear, but I was just wishing I could hear, and um, I could hear everybody. I don't know how, it's kind of, I don't know if that sounds strange. You've right? been healed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, don't, I just I think I'm calmer she inside. She no, she can hear, <laughs> but she's not healed. <laughs>
0: oh. Well, that's good. <laughs> I just hear a bit. I,
3: maybe because I don't have all those thoughts in my head. Yeah.
0: If you want to get healed, if you want to be saved, come out of those thoughts. You can receive healing just like that. If you doubt the thought, you can be healed. It's the thoughts that make you doubt that you could be healed. But in the moment, all things are possible, and that's what people are missing. They don't realize that all things are possible. That's why God said, pray without stopping, pray without ceasing, because he understands that when when your mind is set on him, then all things are possible right there in the moment. You could be healed. You could receive your financial blessing. You can find your husband, your wife, whatever it is you're looking for right there in the moment. But when you're lost in your imagination, life is difficult. And that's why our theme was practice and presence, meaning be conscious of God at all times. Yes?
7: Is that meditation?
0: Uh, on him. Yes, ma'am.
7: It's like meditation, but your conscience. Yeah. In it, the daytime.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Your mind is set on things above and rather than things from below. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your mind is set on God. And he doesn't mean that you have to be talking to him all the time, just be conscious of him. Because he's in the moment, he's in the now. And if you could just be in the present with him, then all things are possible. And that's why we had that theme last year, to be in the present. Yes, sir.
12: You said uh, praying without ceasing? Yes. Practicing the present is as close as you can get, praying without ceasing. And uh, you're really conscious. You're really awake. Yes. And you know what it is, also. This is also your protection, too, because you can see. You can see what's going on, and uh, yeah. Uh, and that's really what this is all about.
0: I remember when I used to go to another church, and they taught us that we should pray without ceasing. But they said that you should always, you know, be quoting the Bible or using words. And I used to drive around in my car talking to my son. Quote scriptures, oh Lord, help me, you know, bless my mama. And people look at me like I'm crazy because I wasn't on a cell phone at the time. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) I wasn't aware of the kingdom of heaven within us. And there's a spirit within us that prays and intercede on our behalf if we could just be conscious of that. We have the Holy Spirit. And it's he who, uh, you know, is praying on our behalf. It's not really us. He does it because he knows all things. He is our teacher, he professed our lives, and if we could be aware of the Holy Spirit within us, then we could pray without ceasing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I love it, absolutely love it. Yes, sir.
5: You know, I
6: sitting here after spoken, I spoke, I, and I realized that uh, what causes my mood to go south is uh, I've actually seen what I've done wrong i've actually seen my weakness what i've done
0: and
6: and then i become crestfallen about that and um uh, i was gonna there's a second part to that Um, so it's kind of slipping my mind but um, i'll
0: I'll try to remember the second part but
6: but that's that's what causes it to go down
0: it's wrong to become
6: angry oh, and about say, your weakness. And I was going to say, and then anxiety is caused by my anticipation of the next failure. So you know when you see um, like a, uh, a decision coming down the road that will have to be made or something, and then um, I, knowing my my past history of giving into it, then I see that coming and that causes the anxiety. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully this year you get it right. Yeah. We, uh, we also had a good time on the radio this year. I mean, at the end of the year, I don't know if you heard the show, we had the, the, uh, the Bible go-to guy came on at least two or three times during the holidays because he was off work. And what was so great about it, we had callers calling in and yelling at the Bible man. <laughs> they were going off on the Bible man. And it was so much fun to see the Bible go-to guy being attacked. One <laughs> guy called up, I'm sorry, uh, he doesn't have a real name, <laughs> he's, he's becoming famous just by that.
3: <laughs>
0: One black preacher called me up from Memphis and said, uh, Jesse, you said that whenever you want to know anything about the Bible, you go to the Bible answer man, go to God. The Bible go-to guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just a dumb, and he's a white man. <laughs> so it's like, you can't go to the Bible guy if he's white. <laughs> but then we had another guy on debating the Bible go-to guy who was a white guy. He wrote a book about the Bible, and the Bible go-to guy was wiping him out. And this same preacher called in again and took, he took sides with the other guy the white preacher that was debating the Bible go-to guy. And I'm thinking, I thought he didn't believe in what the white man had to say about the Bible. But it was fun to see the Bible go-to guy. Anybody ever heard the Bible go-to guy on the show? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. isn't he great? He's great. great. Well, white man, he's something else. So he's going to be on more this year coming up. So look out. you got to hear from the the Bible go-to guy doesn't mess around. So make sure you look out. So we had a good time at the radio show this year. Francisco came on several times, and and who else was on? Pat, of course. That's my political go-to guy. Whatever I want to know about politics, I go to Patrick. Yes.
3: I just want to make a plug for your radio show. It's I learned so much on there. Mm-hmm. I I'm a i am thought I knew a lot, and I learned. You have such great guests on. Um, yeah, you know it's worth getting up for people if you don't yeah, hear we it. we have
0: to think of a producer for that. Hermes is our producer, but just uh, he does a great job. Yeah, and he works hard to make sure you get the best guests possible for the show. So thank you for that. Yeah, he really does a good job, and I'm grateful for that, Hermes. What time
3: is
0: it come on? Yet? Six a.m. to nine a.m. Monday through Friday. And <laughs> not something? We have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> And the beauty about that, I get up at 4, I have my prayer. It's so quiet. It's a perfect time to pray. And Standard, I mean- Pacific Center. Yeah, 69 Pacific. And you can get it live on the internet if you are not, can't get on the radio. But I encourage you guys to listen to the show. It's amazing. And Ermis uh, has some <coughs> interesting things lined up for this year coming up. I mean this year here. So it's going to be even, hopefully, even better this year. We work hard to get the truth out there. Really, that's what we want to do. We want to put the truth out there. And um, so make sure you tune in and tell other people about the show. All right? I saw a hand. I forgot. Who. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh,
12: going back to what we are talking about, mood and, uh, uh, you know, practicing the present. Uh, if you practice the present, you are not merely subject to mood swings because you can see what's going on because you get tricked into uh, mood swings, but not being aware, and suddenly you, f- you, d- you discover that you're not told that that something happened and you weren't aware of it, and suddenly you find yourself in a different mood. But so, if, are if, you if moody?
0: You yet? You're never moody. Uh,
12: yeah, I, I discovered myself being in different uh, states, uh, and I saw that I, you know that part. I didn't realize that it, when it happened, but I saw afterwards when I am when I in it that I was unaware.
0: So you are moody at times?
12: Not really. No, I'm not, actually, I'm not moody.
0: You're never moody? Uh,
12: Come on. <laughs> well,
0: this is the beginning of it. year. Let's
12: not start out. I would say if I just look at myself, not asking anybody else, I'm barely noticeable.
0: So are you moody at times?
12: Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, honestly. If I just ask myself, no, I, I don't know.
0: But, uh, so but you don't know if you're moody at times? Huh? You don't know if you're moody at times? Huh?
12: Uh, but I'm not always the same. Well, yeah, well I, what I described before is actually the case. Are you moody uh, at times? I, I find myself uh, in a situation that, uh, that I realized that I was not aware. That's the reason why I got into
0: it. So are you moody at times?
12: <laughs> yes. yes. Oh,
0: this is amazing. You are moody at times.
12: Yeah.
0: It's hard to say it.
12: Well, when, when you say moody, you know, in order, what, about, what I understand, what I understand, what I understand of being moody is... Uh,
0: it's the same what, meaning as ears.
12: <laughs> is. Yes, uh, you know, in other words, when, when, when people notice that you're not the same, you know, then, you know, then... You know. Well, not
0: necessarily when people notice, when you notice.
12: Oh, yeah, well, then, yes. Noticing it myself, yes.
0: And do am. other people notice that you're moody?
12: Uh, well, I'm going to have to ask them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Robin is going, yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> yes? Um, I was
10: just going to say um, that I was I was kind of disagreeing with him in terms of, like, I realize that if I'm having, like, a, a change in my mood or if I'm feeling, like, a di- if I'm feeling sad or if I'm feeling whatever, it's usually is about... Um, a lack of presence in right. the moment, it's always like I'm worried about what's going to happen or something that happened before or it's always there or there, it's never here right. and um, and I was, me and my mom were talking about before because my dad is like, he's moody but <coughs> he, he gets very like when, if he's um, upset about something he gets really like controlling, like I guess if he's not feeling like he's controlling things in his life, he starts trying to control everybody else. Right. So um, he gets really like uptight and everything's like that. Like, he be, he
0: becomes know. like a woman? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I
10: guess so. That's,
0: that's nothing work than a moody man. He becomes a woman.
10: Yeah, he just gets really like complaining and everything's a problem and, you yeah. know, just nothing can go right for anybody else at that moment, you know? And, um, and I think that um, if, I guess if you ask most people, they would say that they're, that they don't, like if I were to ask my dad that, he wouldn't think that he takes his, his moods out on other people. He mm-hmm. wouldn't, you know what I mean? I don't think most of us think that we do, but it's like, it's not always, it doesn't always look the same way. It doesn't mean that you're mad so you go and yell. It doesn't mean that you're sad so you go and cry. It's, it just looks different ways for different people, but mm-hmm. um yeah, but I but I, I just I just think it's kind of interesting the way that whatever's going on inside kind of the way that I Very guess good you expel point. that.
0: Yeah. Are you moody at times?
10: Yeah, I'm not I'm not like um, extreme like that. I think my my moodiness is like if I'm worried about something, I more like go inward. I don't go like outward to other people. I'd rather just kind of like be by so myself. So you don't take
0: it out on others.
10: I mean, I don't take it out, but I, I'll i like retract from people, I think. And I oh. think maybe they could maybe perceive that as like I'm taking it out or like, right. oh, she's mad at me, but it's, it's not really like that. I'm just kind of like I'd rather just not talk or, you know what I mean? Like I more go inward. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, I guess that's still a form of, you know.
0: Yeah, I'd rather, sort of. I'd rather that you let it out than to go inwardly with it because by letting it out, you're going to overcome it. You have a better chance to overcome mm. it. Rather than keeping it within yourself, it's best to let it out, not keep it in. Because yeah. even if you yell at someone, you can apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. But see, I don't really I'm have wrong. the desire
10: to yell at someone. It's more like I just don't feel like talking to someone. You right. know what I mean? It's more. It more goes that way
0: for me. Marcus, are you moody at times? Yeah. You are. And and do you yell at people when you're moody?
4: Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I raise my voice.
0: You raise your voice. Yeah. Um,
4: I'm more like her father, you know, I kind of like, uh, um, you know, things that I get angry uh, at at myself. You know, if I'm not handling things, you know, things aren't going right, I don't feel like I'm in control of them, then the next person in line up with my wife and then she'll make a mistake about something or she's not handling something right, then I'll be like, uh, you know, why did you do it that way? You know, yeah. why, why did you do this? Why did you do it that way? So I'll be, you know, I'll put the, you know, I'll put the, put the pressure on her. Right. But then afterwards, you know, then, then I'll, I'll see the effects of it, and uh, I see your point too. You know, at least you know you talk about it, you see it, and then it has an ill effect on her, and then, and then usually, you know, she'll get quiet, and I'll usually see the error of my way, and then I'll right. say, you know, I, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It's just that, you know, so maybe some things that I'm going through right now, and it's really, it's something that I hate in myself, and I'm taking it out on you, you know.
0: Yeah, it's best, I mean, I, nobody want to be yelled at, of course, but it's best to get it out rather than yeah. keeping it within. That's for sure, because it's going to eat you up. <laughs> well, I mean, the way that I probably get it out, when
10: it, if it's me, myself, like, I the way that I deal with it is like I usually like write in my journal and that usually helps me deal. You know what? I write. Oh okay. And it and like when I write everything down it makes everything seem much smaller than it seems in my head.
0: Oh okay. And
10: then that kind of expels it for me. But, all right. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes right.
3: Well if someone's moody, I mean my husband, if he's moody, doesn't seem to be I don't know if it helps him at all to get it out. He keeps he just keeps continues to do, to do it. <laughs> it doesn't seem to <laughs> That's a good point.
0: Yeah, so well, I'm yeah, talking we about folks be who are trying to overcome. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, they <laughs> exactly. Thanks for clearing that up. They should be trying to overcome, because you're right. We have a world full of people who are just moody, and they take it out on everybody, and they feel justified by it. But I'm talking about the folks who are seeking first the kingdom of God, and they know that they're wrong when they're doing that. But most people think it's. As a matter of fact, somebody okay. was telling me that they've been taught to treat people that way. In, in the business world, you know, you're taught to yell at people, and it means that you're aggressive and you're, you're moving forward. I don't mean that kind of madness. I mean that when you're trying to overcome and you let this stuff out, you apologize, and you shouldn't do it again after that. You move on with life. So yeah, well, thanks for clearing that up. Do not go out taking your stuff out on other folks. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you cleared that up. I bet mean, you guys are thinking, wow, we can be moody this year. We're going to go out and attack. Yes, sir.
6: Now, what I picked up from you saying uh, "let it out" is that you should confess that you're moody, right? Not necessarily go ahead and d- destroy everything you see you know, because right. you're moody. It's it's you know to right. recognize that you are and then to confess it.
0: That's right. And a good example of that, I deal with a lot of people all the time, and we have a home for young men. man. We deal with, and these guys are like difficult at times, and sometimes they make me mad. You know, I'm like. I don't, and, and I don't hold it in. I just say I don't like you. I hate you. you know, <laughs> go away. And, and then, you know, I'm getting it out. But then I say I'm sorry for hating you, right? But I get it out and keep me free. And I really don't hate them with the kind of hatred you guys have. But I don't hold, I don't hold anything in. You know, I, I know now to confess your sins, confess them, and you shall be free. I want to talk about our theme for next year. Yes, sir. Yeah,
8: just
12: real quick, as long as you talk about being moody and all this stuff, and yeah. you saying letting it, out, letting it out and all this stuff. But but
0: it was the intent to confess and get over it.
12: Yes, but it, but it, there's also it says in the Bible, you know, that don't show, you know, if, if if you have turmoil in you, don't show the world, or you know, don't run around with a sad face, or don't, right. you know, I mean. So how but, does that how does that fit into the picture here?
0: He is saying do not look for sympathy from others. Do not look for someone to save you from your troubles. You know, Deal with it within. Let God come and save you. And if you confess your sins, you're not looking to someone. Hopefully, you're not looking to someone to save you from it. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Yes,
9: sir. You know, repression of uh, your emotions. Yeah. If you repress your emotions, it's ten times worse. You know, like right. You repress your anger. You can—that's how those 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 uh, assassins, those those people that kill people, when they go off, that's because of a lot of repressed anger or repressed emotion. Right. So it's much worse to hold it inside because it has, there's, there's no outlet. You either destroy yourself or you destroy
0: you others. get it out. So the
9: best thing to do is let it out. That's right. And not try to force it. You know, drive with your brakes on. Any that's kind right. of any kind of. Uh, you know, emotion or, or crazy, just de- even the crazy desire is the same way because you hold back the crazy desire you have, even though it's off, it's the desire is ten times worse.
0: You got to let go and let God. There are moments when you just want to pull yeah. away from the crowd. Yeah. You don't want it advice from anyone. You yeah. don't want to be preached at. You want to go through what you got to go through. There are those moments. Those are good moments, too. But there are also moments where you want to talk to someone that can help you, too, to enlighten you, to give you good counsel as to how to overcome. So, But you have to be able to be conscious enough to see those moments so you, you can see what to do. Yes, Kelly.
1: Oh, um, I agree with what Frankie's saying about repressing. Um, and like especially in situations where you feel like you want to speak up and then don't and then, you know, something's Sort of comes back to you. Yes, I'm experiencing something kind of like that now. Um, we had a dinner party a couple nights ago, and my dad had some uh, of his old college friends over, and one of them, you know, I've I've met most of them before, um, and one of them's an alcoholic, and um, you know I know this, my <coughs> family knows it, you know pretty much everyone knows it, and um, you know obviously he's drinking a lot of wine, and you know he'd gone through like almost three bottles, and then he comes over to sort of get another one, and you know I get it out, you know we're the hosts and you know but i just i cannot like i cannot bring myself to open the bottle for him like i i don't know i probably because i was judging him um you know which i shouldn't have done in the first place but i just i you know i felt like i wanted to say something but you know obviously if someone's super drunk you shouldn't say anything um you know but i wasn't really sure how to deal with the situation but i i did feel a need to say something and i didn't um you know kind of thinking like you know well he could get belligerent or something like that and then you know it turned out that like about 30 minutes later he's like oh get over here kelly and you know he was acting not totally inappropriate but borderline he's like i'll oh, like sit on my lap and like you know being silly like that you know all there are 10 adults around the table you know and right. he would never want to act like that sober but you know it was just like i forgave him i you know i, I went along with it i knew he couldn't <coughs> help himself um but like i sort of the past couple of days have been feeling like gosh i really wish i could help him like no No one at the table was any better than he was. Everyone has their own problems, but you know his is just more obvious. you know right. like I wanted to do something to help him, and you know, I wasn't sure if I should have said something.
0: Wow, and well, let me let's see before I go to that what would, what would you say to Kelly about that?
7: I, I'm not sure
0: you <coughs> should have said she something gone. or not.
7: If she felt that she should say something, um, I, I'm not sure what she could have said to someone who was drunk and can't hear it anyway. Um, I, I
0: don't
7: know. Yeah, Yes, ma'am. I had my, my nephew call up, and he was drunk. He said, no, go home.
0: Everybody got drunk on the weekend, huh? <laughs> <laughs> who didn't get drunk? <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Four two over there going. <laughs> I know you got a dog with that hat no, on. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like this dog. I can't imagine you got on there. Say so what? I don't get drunk. No more. No more. I probably never got drunk. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I <laughs> probably never got drunk. <laughs> Remember when we used to drink moonshine? <laughs> <Louis Chester. laughs> Anybody know what moonshine is? Yeah. That moonshine yeah. moon
3: moon Made moonshine.
0: That moonshine makes your hair grow just like that. Give me some. Do you know what moonshine is, uh, Is it like hooch? Like what? Hooch. Is that like um, homemade? <laughs> homemade, <laughs> alcohol? <laughs> a homemade alcohol? White, yeah. White light oh, lightning. Yeah, light it's the real deal. Freeze lightning. <laughs> yeah, and you make it down in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my daddy made it. Yeah, that's the real stuff, huh? Yeah, but uh. So did, I you know had, did you get drunk? really
5: get
0: drunk off in that stuff? You know we got drunk. My dad did. <laughs> 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 that's what you're afraid when i was fifteen, were drunk. I'm guessing
13: this New year that.
0: Let me ask you this because of time, I got a rush on this. What were you? What you have done? What's
4: your name again? And <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you are. Uh, uh, she was mom, right?
3: Yes.
0: Happy New Year. Thank you. I'm same glad year. to see <laughs> you. You look the same age.
3: <laughs> Gee, thanks.
0: <laughs> I'm saying no look like you got older or anything. I did. And it I haven't was... seen you about three or four years, right? Think. Longer. Longer. Longer than that. It looks like you just stayed there. You didn't move. Are oh, you drinking that moonshine? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
13: <laughs> uh, she
3: used to
0: make it. <laughs> you used to make the moonshine? No. <laughs> no, come on now. There's a cross up there. <laughs> what would you say to Kelly? Oh, challenging
3: question. Very challenging. Uh, well,
7: probably ignore him as
0: she did. Ignore Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, All yeah. right. How about you? What, what would you recommend for her? Um... How she explained it,
2: um, I, I think she
4: she probably did the right thing. She just looked at it objectively. She was resenting it a little
2: bit, but I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, know. What would you recommend for?
5: What I recommend? Yeah,
0: for Kelly. She's at a party. At dinner party, uh, this older guy get drunk, drinking a bottle of wine. And she doesn't want to give him any more. She sees that he's drunk. None of your, nobody said anything about it. She felt like she should have said something.
5: Well, I was there. You were there? Yeah. Did you say anything? No. <laughs> why not? Well, first of all, this this uh, particular person has been a lifelong friend of mine. He's one of the most honorable people that I have ever met in my life. That's why he was drunk. <laughs> and, and he, uh, you know, he came up to me after that, and he said, "You know, for us, we've known each other for 52 years." He says, "Neither of us have ever asked each other for anything," and he said, "If you ever needed anything, you know, I'd give it to you," and 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 I'm, I'm sure you feel the same about me. Um, I call him maybe two or three times a week. He lives in Florida. He, he plays. What did
0: Kelly have said to him at the party? That's what I want to know. Think about. I think I have by the way. Huh?
5: You, you have to understand the background here, you know. Let me pick, here's a guy with the biggest heart in the world, a very decent human, he's not like all alcoholics. He's just, you know, he likes to, he just I, whine I call him two or three times a week and I, the first thing, three words are, how's your hangover? Every time I call him. He knows he's an alcoholic. He, want, he, he stays, he's going to stay an alcoholic. I've tried to help him. There's no helping him, and uh, he's just, uh, like I say, he's one of the most honorable because human beings I've ever met.
0: Because of time, what should Kelly have done?
5: Exactly what she did. She knows She knows this man's heart. We've been house guests of his in Florida, Dougie and I, when he played tennis tournaments down there.
0: So uh, she should have done what she did? Exactly.
5: She, did. she handled it precisely the way it was. Chrissy,
0: were you there too?
5: I
3: was.
0: And you agreed? <laughs>
3: Well, you know, when you have your father in the room, I mean, you know, you look to somebody that's Mm -hmm. going to protect you. She's 21, you know, and I think I would have, um, you know, probably just passed the bottle to my dad, you know, let it up to him and kind of, you know, because I, um, he's her protector. You know, she's not married. This is her dad. He's her protector. And just kind of stay away from Bill. I mean, you're going to be uncomfortable
0: around that situation. So you think she delved in the right way?
3: Um, yeah, I don't know that she could really say anything. Uh, he would not be receptive to it, and, and uh, so probably just not saying anything. But, but I would I would have looked at somebody else in the room to, you know, help me out in that situation. No, well, she mm-hmm. could have said
5: something, and he would have taken it the right way. I know uh, the yeah.
0: guy. Yes, Karen?
1: Uh, I think I should have said something because I just knew intuitively, and I, you know, I, I've, um, over the past six months, been really interested in speaking up um, and you know dealing with situations like that, and um, I know that God protects you, and you just you just kind of know mm-hmm. when to say it. Because you know I had those thoughts talking back to me, like, oh, it's going to make a scene. Like his wife is going to hear all this stuff. But you know, I, you know, I was also thinking, well, you know, maybe he hasn't heard it from like a twenty-one year old girl. His you know his wife probably always tells him, or his friends. You know. Was she
0: there too, his wife? Yeah, yeah. she was there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh listen you, you, man, what, what do you think? Did she do the right thing? Yeah, you know, I think either way was fine. If, if she just like made like a little comment
9: that maybe you're drinking too much, then that would have been fine too. But nothing. I think she's maybe she's taking it a little too serious. Uh-huh. Like if she just like you know like
11: in a joking way says that you know maybe you're drinking too much and left it alone. Uh-huh. I think that would have been okay. What do you
0: say,
11: Pedro? Uh. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I think if if I saw that I wanted to say something, I would have said it without being heavy-handed. You know, it's a party and stuff, and I wouldn't have, you know, made it a big deal, but I would have said something. You think she should have said something?
0: Yeah. You, do? you, you think so? Yeah. You do think that she should have said something? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Let me say this. Yes?
9: Uh, sometimes a sin is not as, as bad. It's not always doing something bad. Sometimes a sin is not doing... What you know you should have done. And even though it would have, may have had no results or, you know, nothing for her own benefit if she would have just said it or not even uh, been the alcohol girl, just passed the job.
0: Not have been the alcohol girl?
9: Yeah, you know. Passing the bottle or something? Passing the bottle, yeah, because her conscience was bothering her. It's evident it's bothering her now.
0: Yes, Herman's last I mean, if he definitely, if
4: he asked her for that bottle of wine, she would have been in the right to say something, and, uh, and it wouldn't have been fine if she did. I'm surprised that Forrest is making excuses for the guy. The guy is probably getting worse because no one has really corrected him or talked to him in that kind of situation. And it was only his fourth bottle.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wait for number five. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to say something on the fifth bottle. <laughs> yes. I
10: think... I I think that she should have said something. But I don't I don't necessarily I just think the best thing to do in that situation is like if she was the one in control of giving him the wine or whatever, then she should have said something and, you know, she's and just said like I'm not going to give you any more. I think you've had too much and then she can get it to Forrest or whatever, but um I I don't think it's it's true that like you know, she's not on his level, or, like, all these things just sound to me like excuses, like, we're all people, and we're all responsible for each other. So, there's no, like, you're older than me. It's like, we all have the same issues, so we should all be, like, relating to each other
6: based on that, I think.
0: Nobody else raised their hand on this issue. This morning.
6: (laughs) I think, uh, Kelly needs to go see the movie Grand Torino and she'll get her answer. <laughs> okay, because sure. the way that Oriental girl handles Don't tell the movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, it, it, the other thing is...
0: You need to be rebuked right now.
6: <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. Listen, um, the other thing is... So you think she should have said something? I'm going to tell you this, that... Don't
0: mention the movie, No, no, no,
6: not about the movie. Um... I had a similar situation. Someone was way out of line, lost. And there wasn't any Yeah, I will. And there wasn't any um, thinking about it. All of a sudden it just came out, "What the heck are you doing?" And I'd like argue with her, argue with her husband. You know, we just went at it. And um, I noticed that when you start to wonder if you should speak up and you know, you're starting to play around with that in your head. Just might as well admit, you've already judged him, and that, um, you know, you're in that thing. And then yeah. there's not, there's not caring about them. There's, speaking up is something you're not really in control of.
0: Kelly, there are some things I'm not sure of and other things I am. Without a doubt, you should have spoken up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should have went dead off. That man got issues. He may be a nice man. we all nice folks with issues, right? But uh, he was too old to be acting that way. You carry on like that. You saw that he was some issues. You should have spoken up. And God was giving you an opportunity to show this guy love. And you're right. Don't hate him for it. You know, you can't. Just don't hate. Don't judge by hating. But that was your salvation moment for him. To show him love. And if he had yelled or everybody jumped on you at the party, just be patient with them too. You're reaching out to this guy. You're telling him the truth. And that could have shaken him out of it you know, he would remember this young twenty year old girl that's the only one that told me the truth and it would have been embarrassing, which would sometimes be good for you. To be embarrassed like that. So you absolutely that's why it's still bothering you as somebody just said. Right. No, because it's, it's, you didn't do the right thing. yeah. Yeah, it was well, so for you to stuff. do it. it. May not have been and Christine is right, boy should not have allowed that to happen. He should have protected you from that. And and he should love his friend enough to tell him the truth. If I'm over your house and I'm getting drunk for it and I'm losing it, you need to tell me. I would want you to tell me. Because sometimes a friend can wake you up out of your denial or out of your sins. And as men and women of God, we have a responsibility to do that. We're not supposed to hate the person, but we have a responsibility to rebuke and to correct. But don't hate. Don't judge the person. And if you're not doing that, you're not that light. God wants us to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth and the light of the world is not concerned about what the world is going to think about the light. It is it, it to love by showing them how to overcome. You absolutely should have spoken up.
1: Yeah, and it seems like the sort of judgment came more after. I wasn't feeling yes. that way in the moment. I just kind of saw it, you know, for what it was and that's, you know, You
0: judge yourself wonderful. for not speaking up. Yeah. Now you hate yourself and that's where the judgment is. You saw clearly this guy needed some help. Somebody needed to say something. And that was your moment. Uh, but don't worry about it. Sometimes we miss the moments. Don't judge yourself. It'll come around again. The one good thing about God, He wants us to overcome. So He thought we'll we we can not move forward until we overcome that situation. And so it's going to come back. It's gonna come back again. And if you don't judge yourself, you'll be ready for it and overcome it. It was, I mean, the setup was perfect for you to overcome. Your father there, your mother there, all these other adults there, good friends, a guy's drunk. If you saw that something needed to be done, you should have done it. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. But don't hate yourself if you don't do it. Just say, wow, I should have said something. Right. And then you'll be ready for the next time. But if you hate yourself for not speaking up, you're going to miss the next moment, too. Okay. But your dad should not have allowed it to go that far and then say anything. Uh, I I told him, but yeah, you should have spoken up. Without a doubt. You should have. It's not up to you to make them hear. It's up to you to cease the moment. It depends. Right. Sometimes you may not, you could see not to speak up to a drunk person because they're too drunk, you know. But let God determine that moment, not you. Not based on your fear. and, And because she didn't speak up based on the reaction of the people around her, that's fear. And she saw the moment to speak up, which was given to her by God, but she allowed the devil to come in and say, well, if you speak up, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have to deal with everybody around you. And she backed down rather than stepping up to the plate and deal with anybody else that spoke up, you know, went against you. Right in the moment. That's right. What can happen is you could go in denial about your self-judging. You know, you don't want to admit, wow, I am weak and I didn't speak up. So you're say, Right. You say, Oh, this is old drunk fool, you know, a bad person. Yeah. Because you don't want to face your own weakness. And that's why God wants us to live in the moment so we can truly see ourselves and admit our sins and overcome. But denial is always there to make it be some cause you to see something else. And that's what the problem is. Yeah,
1: and I think someone was saying before that it eats you up inside, you yes. know, when you don't and It's, you know, it's ten times worse because it keeps coming back and coming back. Whatever happened in that moment after speaking up, like the immediate, you know, chaos, which it might not necessarily have been. That's right. um, You know, is not going to be nearly as bad as, you know, keeps repeating. Although I felt a lot better after I talked about it.
0: And this happened at Christmas time, right?
1: This happened a couple days ago.
0: A couple days ago. And it's still with you because you didn't speak up. But had you spoken up and, and if, had everybody attacked you, you'd still walk away free right. because you did what God had wanted you to do. Right. He allowed you to see. Right. Yeah. But very good, Cheryl, you're right. Denial will step in and make you start judging the other person rather than facing your own weakness. Mm-hmm. And the weakness was she didn't speak up because she was afraid of, she allowed the devil to tell her, well, everybody else going to trip out too. And that's what a lot of Christians make their mistake. And that's why they're not the light of the world. They, don't, they worry about what the world is going to think about them speaking up. And it's a setup from the devil, the deceiver.
5: At what level of indignance <coughs> should she speak up? I mean, at what public, level what? What level of indignance?
3: I wasn't indignant. That's the point. No,
0: if she had spoken up, she would have done it right. No, I mean, just to tell him. I mean, let, let, the God, let God guide you in that. Because she had no anger at the moment. It would have come out right. Now he you may not have see it. I order. was
5: watching the situation very, very closely. It could have, it could have gone over the line.
0: What could have? With her it speaking. It could have
5: gotten over the line, as far as I was concerned at the moment.
0: With I, her speaking up, or
5: with with the situation?
0: I don't know what you mean by "gone, gone over the line."
5: Well, he was uh, um, a drunk. And he was in the process of hugging people. Other men, there's two or three guys that we've known each other for over 50 years. and He's a very affectionate guy, and um, and then he asked, you know, he 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 feels he really likes Kelly, and uh, and my other children, uh, a great deal of affection for all of them, and um, he was he asked Kelly to sit on his on his lap, on his leg. And, 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 and he's kind of
0: holding her like this, and, and she's
5: good-humored.
0: and not but like he had already crossed the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy already
1: crossed know, the kid line, of course. And that happened after, a grown woman. after I had From, the opportunity to speak up, yeah. you know? Across what line? Yeah. And that
0: would have never would have happened. Keller's a grown woman now, a drunk yeah. man. I don't care who, whomever it is. <laughs> so I have a right to ask her <laughs> to sit on his lap. Especially when he's drunk.
5: Well, she could have said no, I suppose. No, that's not no, an well issue. If you
0: ask your daughter this in your home while being drunk, he's seeing things in a different way. You know, and, and that's where, if you had stepped in a long time ago, it wouldn't have gotten to that point or she spoke up what about it. A
5: different way to see things? Have you ever drunk before? I've been drunk plenty of times. <laughs> <you see things? laughs> don't <laughs> you see things differently when you're drunk? I don't know, do you? Yeah, yeah. when
0: well, you're drunk, even an ugly one <laughs> look pretty to you. <laughs> this
5: particular guy doesn't think like that. Almost.
0: You don't know that.
5: I do he's know a that. He's, he's a man. Kelly's a grown. beautiful young lady now. No, he's been married for 35 years. He's never had any affairs. He doesn't look at women that way. Oh. And the guy gets drunk every night.
0: So why would he want a grown, young, 20-year-old, how do you? 21 year old woman sitting on his lap. When he was treating
5: everybody. There were seven people at the party. Did he, he ask Christine
0: to sit on his lap?
5: Everybody. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> <had> everybody. <laughs> no, did he ask Christine to
0: sit on his lap?
5: I mean, he gave me a kiss <laughs> on the cheek. He gave the other guy a kiss on the cheek. He, he gave her no kiss. But did he ask down. any of the other women there <laughs> to sit on his lap? Really?
0: Yeah, at the party. Did he ask anybody else well, Kelly service? was
5: Kelly was making the rounds around this table and waiting on the table. Well, you're denial about this. All sitting down.
0: Boy, you're wrong. You're making up excuses about this rather than facing it right now and get over it. This man has some issues. Well, should, he
5: call her? should he Should she call him on the phone or write him a letter about the situation? No.
0: She needs to do what she's doing now. Learn from it. Forgive herself for not speaking up and move on in life. Because it'll come again by, with someone else, and she'll be ready for it.
1: How do I forgive myself? Just realize that I did the wrong thing, and if I feel like resentment towards myself, just notice it.
0: Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, and God, because you you're now coming out of denial about yourself, and God will save you from it. It's a spiritual thing. All He, God, doesn't want you to deny your weakness. He wants you to face him, and so yes, you're gonna feel some pain, and that's good. Just don't resent that pain, and it'll be over, it and you'll be a better person for it. And when that situation come again, and it will, maybe not with this guy or not even at their house or somewhere else in life, you'll be ready for it because you'll be more conscious now. You're not in denial. Right. So, yes, ma'am, take the pain of not speaking up. I've done that. You know, sometimes I let moments pass when I know I should speak up, but I don't, and I feel the pain of it, but I know it's because I didn't, take a, you know, I didn't do the right thing, and then I'm free from it. That's all you have to do. Don't judge yourself. Don't go into denial. All right. Yeah. Take the pain. Yes, sir. Yeah, I
8: think a wake-up call for Kelly that she's an adult now. Right. She's 21 years old. Yeah. And now she's an adult, free of any other human being, including her dad, who she right. still respects, but she can't wait for him to make the right decision. She's her, her own person now.
0: Yeah. This is your spiritual path that you're on, not your dad's. No one else at this point. And so these opportunities are coming from God for you to become a better Christian, a better person, a good example of good. It's your path now that you're on. You're a grown woman now. So you can't really rely on anyone else at this point. Now, if somebody steps in and they help you out, that's good. But you have to rely on God now. You know, God said that when we are children, we rely on our parents. Once we become adults, we have to seek the pathway ourselves. And so now is your moment to do that. Yes, ma'am.
13: Oh, I'll try to make it quick. Um, Kelly, I know how people be caught in that position. We have a very dear friend, our goddaughter's father, who probably is 10 times worse <coughs> than that. First of all, he crossed a line when he asked you to sit on his lap. Yeah. That should have never happened, and your father should have rescued you from that. Um, Forrest is wrong about that. Secondly, uh, it happened at our house a week ago that this person came over our goddaughter's father, and he came in already intoxicated and looking for more to drink. And I told him, I said, my grandmother and my mother are here, my grandkids are here, other people are here, go home.
0: Yeah.
13: You can't stay here like that. He went to reach for the bottle. My mom smacked his hand sure. and oh, said, no, get out.
0: Never reach for a black woman's body.
13: (laughs) (laughs) And when she did that, another person at our home literally took him out of our house to Starbucks and didn't bring him back until much later, and then his wife took him home. But Uh nobody should ever be able to come in your space, in your home, and you not be protected, at least by your father or your parents or somebody.
0: Well, again, she's an adult now, and she she doesn't need to rely on them. Oh, even if she, she relies uh, for, on herself. for
13: herself, she should be able to do just like I said. You gotta go. Yeah.
0: You gotta go. Yeah.
13: Bye. I'm sorry. It didn't even occur to me actually to look
1: to my dad. You know, I I just assumed it was something I would like. You know, I didn't feel like vulnerable or violated. Yeah. You know, I I actually didn't. It was only afterwards that I got upset about it.
0: Right. Yeah. Just. Wait, look for those moments, well, they'll present themselves and take advantage of them. Because that's how we grow it. That's how we know our relationship with God, when we are able to see in the moment and deal, deal with it in the right way. If, if we didn't have those moments, those difficult moments, we wouldn't know if we have a relationship with God or not. Right. That's the only way that we know is because we start to deal with the world in a different way. We're overcoming it and not overreacting to it. And we love him. We are in it and not of it. We still love him. Yeah. We forgive
3: him.
13: We and
0: that's him. what love is. Be yeah. honest with him. Just don't Just hate be him. With it, that's not right. go
13: right now.
0: And that's what you would have shown. You would have shown perfect love to this guy had you spoken up. And I'm sorry that Forrest see him in that way and is refused. But hopefully this will wake him up to it, too. But you should have dealt with him. Yeah. But don't hate yourself for not doing it. <coughs> and you're right. Deal with it. Get it over with And move on. You know. And you're, I'm telling you, you've got to learn how to deal with life. We are, as men and women of God, we are representing truth on earth. That's how God put it out there, through us. Just like the evil is putting evil through others. And so this battle is on, and hopefully this year you guys will wake up to this battle, and let's have some fun. <laughs> we got, this spiritual battle can really be a fun thing, I'm telling you. If you're conscious of what's going on, and it's not personal. It's not personal. This man didn't mean it harm to you. He got issues that has not been dealt with. And so he was drunk, relaxed, letting it all hang out. <laughs> That's what was going on. And um, anybody ever been drunk before other than this guy? <laughs> Don't things look a little differently when you're drunk? Yeah. I mean, you, you go to the bar and every woman drive there.
5: Better. <laughs> That's them. right.
0: You drive better. <laughs> you think
5: Scale on. That's right. You
0: have That's control right. of the road. Right. Um, so, yes, okay. I,
9: I believe Kelly realizes her responsibility as a, as an adult. There are certain, certain things that she should do to show, to show that she's an adult. Although she is, she's a starting now. But this was her dad's house. As, as dad had responsibilities and got, uh, and had to draw the line somewhere. If they're going to have if they're going to have it, uh, have uh, fun in the right way, <coughs> it's, one, it's one thing to have a few uh, drinks, but it's a totally another <laughs> thing to have to go to the bottle in somebody else's house.
0: Whatever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, let me just say okay. this.
0: Yes, Force had the responsibility. It's his home. He's the head of his home. He should have uh, 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 prevented that from getting out of hand like that. But it was a moment for Kelly, too. It was her moment. And I want Kelly to rely on God within her because Forrest is not going to be with her when she goes back to school and when she's out there in the world and deals with other men and dealing with life. He's not going to be with her, but God will. And so it was a moment that was presented to her. She's a young person there. It would just enhance her life. Yes, Forrest should have done something, but she should have as well. And that's all I'm saying. That she can't, as an adult, you can't rely on anyone else. And yes, your husband, your father, your husband's supposed to protect the woman. But you can't rely on that. You have that same spirit. To stand in, on your own. That's right. You have that spirit within you, too. And you have to trust God. Have faith in what's right. But the father should have done something. He should have done something. Yes, baby.
11: For a long time, uh, I, would, I, I would suppress like almost everything. And... Um, I never spoke up to hardly anybody because I was I would just judge them and then the judgment kept me from speaking up from what I saw. So now now like I feel so relieved because I'm so much more myself. I just I'm free to to say what I what I see and I see, you know, also there's a real reluctance sometimes to speak up because um it you know, sometimes you get in a fight, you know, sometimes... You get in a fight? Yeah, sometimes... Like a fist fight? No, not like that, but sometimes you'll come up with disapproval or, you know, you, you'll, you'll come up with, with, with people that will fight what you see, and I have been afraid of that, like, most of my life, and oh, I realize okay. now, that is life, you know, and if I have patience, that's the armor that you need, and it's okay, whatever they throw at you. And I was lacking that, but now I'm just so much freer to have that,
0: you know. Yeah. One thing I want to say is that God said that we must be born again. And once you're born again, you have perfect love, and perfect love casts out fear. So when you're born again, you will never have to worry about fear, what someone's going to think, how they're going to act, will they still want to be your friend, will they want you in their family. You know, It's not a part of your nature anymore to think about those things. Now the devil would come out here and try to tempt you to think about them, but he no longer has any power over you because you can see him tempting you. That's why God said we must be born again so that we could have that perfect love that would cause us to think of others and do what we need to do when we need to do it. But if you're worried about if people are going to... If, if people going to like you or they're going to love you, then you don't love God. You don't love what's right. You're not born again. Because you can't worry about people loving you and God loving you. You can't love both. You have to let one go. And I'd rather let people go than let God go. Yes?
1: I think that's why I'm scared to speak up is I think that, you know, I have this reputation to uphold of some sort. Or, you know, I always wanted people to like me. But, right. um, you know, I think that, you know, people talk about me or or that and
0: you know you can't make everyone like you anyway. No matter you can't make anybody you. like me. Uh, take it from me. To hell with people liking you. Yep. Yep. You yep. could get up every morning and take a cloud to work yes. with angels around you. Michael and all those guys. <laughs> and people will see you on this cloud every day going to work and they know angels are guiding you, God is with you and they're still going to talk about you really they are like who does she think she is she's on a cloud going to work with Michael guiding her she thinks she's better than us right to hell with people really people are evil yeah, people true. are evil in your know, family people are evil yeah. and your your relationship with God cannot be based on anyone else on earth no one else just you and him he wants you to have a personal relationship with him yeah. take Him from me I was at Oz's little uppity party yesterday. <laughs> she has a little fancy go-to party every year, which is a whole lot of fun. The best yams, they had two different kinds of yams the same, and I had a, both.
3: <laughs>
0: this, this <laughs> delicious. You, you, when it comes to yams and those greens, Ooh, with the okras. <laughs> you ever had the okras and greens? <laughs> Make you want to slap your (laughs) mama. White people like, what is that? (laughs) I don't know what an Oprah. It was so good, I wanted to get my hand and do this (laughs) in the plate and then eat it. (laughs) But uh, at the end of this party, Ozzy said, "Okay, I want everybody to stand up, introduce yourself, say what you liked about last year or didn't like, and what do you hope for this year?" All right. So people stood up, said their name. And then I stood up and said, I'm Jesse Peterson. I was disappointed that uh, we now have a far left, liberal, socialist, black, democrat president. And and they booed me. (laughs) They're like, boo. But I felt nothing about that, because that's how I feel. And I don't need anybody else's love. I have perfect love. I need to love others with the love that he's given unto me. And they booed me, we laughed about it, and we still had fun. I didn't miss a step. And that's why you got to be born again, because a lot of the time, you have to stand up by yourself, right? And it was like, mostly all black people there, right? And you know they're Democrats. But I had a lot of fun, and they did too, because I didn't take it personal. And then some of them came over and tried to convince me, Oh, they said, well, and I said, next year, what I'm going to do, I'm going to expose <laughs> this guy. I'm going to keep up with him and expose him. And they're like, give him a chance, give him a chance, leave him alone. But the point is, when you have perfect love, you don't need the love of folks around you. And yes, it's nice when people do love you, but you can take it or leave it. Because they'll love you today and hate you tomorrow. I'm telling you, people flip-flop, something wrong with them. <laughs> And that's why God wants us to, to, He wants to love us so that we can love others and not need their love because people take their love away from you the moment you disagree with them. Isn't that true? They love you as long as you are going along and agreeing. The moment you disagree or the times are tough, they hate you just like that. So you can't rely on that. It's His love that you rely on. We, We must be born again. You must be born again. And when you're born again, and, take, and I used to be a coward, I needed the love of the world. I couldn't function without their approval. And He's taken all that away from me. And that's why you gotta be born again. Gotta be born again. Then you you don't have fear. You love what's right. All right. That that makes sense. Yes. You must be born again. We're running out of time. I need the Bible go-to God to come up and read something for me. I would read it, but I'm black and slow and can't read that well. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, uh, Rhonda. Rhonda, hate for me to say I'm black and can't read. <laughs> so what? So what now? I said I guess it's just who you are,
3: right? What? Yeah, right. It's just can't read. Black can't read.
0: I can read, but I read slow. I read like this. The example of Jesus Christ. Like you make others suggest- you put us all in that category. Don't you. <laughs> so what, Pat? Not on camera. They'll put it on
3: YouTube. What they put on YouTube?
0: You will see me on YouTube looking just as silly. The example of Jesus. Um, the Bible go to God. Come and read something for me. I mean, not the Bible go to God. Martin remind me of the Bible go-to guy. That's why he knows the Bible, too. Can you come and read something for me? You notice I'm not asking anybody black to read it, right? Uh-huh. This, is right. On,
9: right.
0: So, so this, this is the new year, Jesse.
9: Come
3: on. So what? This
0: is a new year. You offer so to what? over.
3: We can leave the plantation now.
0: It's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to read um, Hebrew 12. From 1 to, right there for me. 1 to 13. Yeah. Yeah. All the way down there. I want you guys to listen. I'm going to make a comment, and we're out of here. This is our theme for this year. We need a theme for this year. This is it. This is going to blow your afro off. And if you don't have an afro, you got to get one. All right.
6: Have you forgotten that encouraging text in which you were addressed as signs? Let do that part first. Oh, this up here too? No. Yeah. <laughs> With so many witnesses and a great...
0: Right here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the example of Jesus Christ.
6: Maybe you can call the white man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You
0: got the white man up there, but <laughs> you can't call it. I uh, know. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
6: All right. the example of Jesus Christ. With so many witnesses and a gray cloud all around us, we too, then, should throw off everything that weighs us down, and the sin that clings so closely, and with perseverance keep running in the race which lies ahead of us. Let us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, who leads us in our faith and brings it to perfection. For the sake of the joy which lay ahead of him, he endured the cross, disregarding the shame of it, and has taken his seat at the right of God's throne. Think of the way he pressed beer against such opposition to sinners, and then you will not lose heart and come to grief. In the fight against sin, you have not yet had to keep fighting to the point of bloodshed. God's Fatherly Instruction Have you forgotten that encouraging text in which you are addressed as sons? My son, do not scorn correction from the Lord. Do not resent his training. For the Lord trains those he loves and chastises chastises every son he accepts. Perseverance is part of your training. God is treating you as his sons. Has there ever been any son whose father did not train him? If you were not getting this training, as all of you are, then you would not be sons but bastards. Besides, we have all had our human fathers who punished us, and we respected them for it. All the more readily ought we to submit to the Father of spirits and so earn life. Our human fathers were training us for a short life and according to their own lights. But he does it all for our own good, that we may share his own holiness. Of course, any discipline is at the time a matter for grief, not joy. But later, in those who have undergone it, it bears fruit in peace and uprightness. So steady all weary hands and trembling knees and make your crook pass straight. Then the injured limb will not be maimed people get better
0: instead. Thank you. Um, Did you guys hear that clearly? Yes. Okay. Uh, Three minutes. This year, what I encourage you to do is to endure, accept correction when people correct you about things, don't react to it, and be honest and upfront with others. But most of all, endure. I know so many people who started out this past year, January one. And the years up, and they failed at endurance. they overreacted to the challenges in life. they got mad at correction, and as this year, they're weaker today than they were when they started out uh, last year. If you can't accept correction, you're never going to be free. If you can't accept someone lying on you and not take it personal, you're never going to be free God. As I was telling Kelly earlier, that moment was given to her to correct her and make her better as well as help the other person, hopefully. But we got God rebuked us so we could get better. He tells us the truth about ourselves as long as we stay on one track with him so that we could get better. If you can't endure that, you might as well hang it up, put your Bible away, and go die. Because that makes you better in life when you allow yourself to endure. You've got to endure. You've got to stop wimping, whining, and complaining, and getting angry because you're conscious and or a physical person is telling you the truth about yourself. You've got to endure, folks. There's no other way to get better. You cannot run away from this stuff or uh, these challenges. You've got to face them. And the moment you become angry or go into denial, you are not facing your challenges and you're never going to know God and you're never going to get better. It's the way of life. It's like it said here, our parents have a responsibility to correct us as children and train us in the right way to go. where well, God is doing the same thing in a, in a state of consciousness, he is allowing things to happen so he can train us and correct us. Teach us not to hate, but to love, to speak up, be the light of the world. So I want to encourage you, the theme this year is to endure, endurance. From this point forward, and I watch some of you and some out there in TV land, you're going to walk out of here. The moment somebody looks at you the wrong way, you're going off. (laughs) You're going to act like i never even said anything here today. But if you don't stop taking this stuff personally and start enduring, you can hang it up and take it from me. It's there for that reason. And God is loving you. He's correcting you. He's making your life better by allowing these things to happen to you. And then you'll overcome them. If you're born again of God, when, you know, when someone gets mad at me because I say that Barack Obama is a far-left socialist, Democrat, liberal who should not be running out of a country, they get mad about that? To me, that's silly for them to get mad about it. But I love them enough not to get mad at them for getting mad because I know they can't see it's not personal, and that's what we have to do with ourselves and others around her, around us. So you need to endure. endure, endure, endure. And, and I'm telling you, to change your life, this time next year, you'll forget what you were like. and tell the truth to one another, but don't hate one another. Be honest with your enemies, but don't hate your enemies. And that's what God does for us, all right? So endure. That's what we're gonna talk about this year. And, and anybody have any questions about that? Because we're like out of time here. Any questions about endurance and what I mean about it? Everybody understand it? Yeah. You all have it. Yes,
3: ma'am.
0: <laughs> I mean, you understand what I'm saying. I don't want to come back to next Sunday. Oh, you didn't say that. I didn't quite know what you mean, meant about it. It's my church too. We are so blessed to be just hearing simple truth. We really are. Now, I could come here and just preach at you, read the Bible, and, and say hallelujah and, and fall under the benches. Take your money and leave. I could do that. But I won't, I won't be serving the purpose that God has given me. God wants all of us to wake up and be an example of him. He want us, he's in all of us, and he wants us all to wake up. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to say
10: something about that, because I was just thinking I went to another church over uh, around Christmas time, with a friend, and I was just standing there, and everyone was singing, like, they, were, they like, sing for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. So everybody was singing and going on, and, and then, like, the pastor, like, read, like, one paragraph, and that was the end. And I was just thinking, like, just kind of looking around, just thinking, I just feel like this is, like, missing the whole point. Like, everybody's standing here singing, and, like, what has anybody really gotten except maybe, like, a five-minute high off of, like, I a don't know, the energy feeling. or something. That's right. So I, like, we're missing the point. Like, nobody's, like, what are we actually doing? And, like, you know what I mean? That's and, right. And, like, that just totally kind of brought me back to that. And yes,
0: ma'am. I love coming to these meetings. When I have to be on the road, well, I think God now has whip men and take over and make sure to help, but I appreciate these meetings because I learned from them as well. Did, did Jesus have a choir when he was on the road? <laughs> did he have a choir? I don't
6: think so. Six-piece band. <laughs> yes, sir great point uh, people think uh, most of the Christian churches think that praise means you're praising God you're singing to him you're right. throwing flowers and money at him or whatever it is you know the emperors do or get when they walk by and stuff but that's not what God said that praise is to him Christ said that it's that it's um, um, living in spirit and in truth yes. so you know when you tell people the truth the simple little truth and stuff you are praising him Yes, sir. But not, not in the singing anymore, because otherwise Christ would have had a choir. That is <laughs> so
0: true, so help me God. That is so true. Um, an example, if Kelly had spoken up, she had just did what she had to do, there is a, a joy that comes that surpasses your understanding. And that is, too, is giving thanks to God. You don't have to be lifting up your hand to my old, thank you, Lord, hallelujah, shout, shout, shout. And there's an a inner joy that comes And within your spirit, you give thanks to God that he allowed that moment to happen and you were able to come and and overcome and help someone. I am totally out of time. You guys understand the thing? Endurance? Endure. As of this moment, ask God to give you the strength to endure. He will give it to you. Just ask and then leave it alone, and then he's going to dump a whole bunch of stuff on (laughs) you. As soon as you ask, he's going to dump a whole lot of stuff on you, but endure. All right? Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Any questions, you can call us at 1-800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-2663, or email us church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org. Get a copy of my Be Still and Know prayer CD. God said, be still and know that he is God. Come down, and he will guide you in the right way to go. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank all you guys, too. God bless you. (laughs)